Hey performer, welcome to the Creatively Performing Arts Podcast. Are you ready to get back to your creative passion for singing, acting, and dancing again? Hi, I'm Estelle, beginner voice coach, performer, and Christian creative, and I know how it feels to want to use your God-given gifts, but to stay stuck in fear. The solution is to just get started. So in this podcast, you'll find beginner singing and performing tips, inspiring interviews with artists, and help to push past your fear so you can finally start performing again. So pause your Broadway playlist and take a vocal rest, because the show is starting and you're the star of it. Let's begin. Hi, happy Monday. Welcome back to the show. It's Estelle. How are you doing? I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for listening in today. I'm so excited to share today's episode. It's an interview and I am just, I'm excited for you to hear it because I had such a great time doing it. But before we get into it, I just want to say I'm so grateful for this opportunity to be able to speak to you every single week, sometimes twice a week, to get to talk to you and share my thoughts with you, what I've learned with you, and get to have so many great discussions that I think will inspire you and absolutely inspire and help me. And so thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this community. I really do appreciate you. And I want you to know that because it's Thanksgiving week and it's it's good to reflect. And I think we can all reflect on what we're grateful for and what are you hoping for. You know, it's also a good time to look forward to what are you hoping for as you look forward to the end of this year. You know, who do you want to be? Who did you want to be at the beginning of this year? You know, how did you want to show up in your life using your gifts with your gifts and your talents the show is here to help you really start again to start again or to start for the first time to sing to dance to act to really put in your all with these gifts and talents and so you know I would love for us to take a moment and really to think you know how have we become and 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 really and lived out who we want to become in this you know throughout this year with our gifts with our talents with our creativity and I want to encourage you not to you know maybe maybe you haven't gotten you know been able to use your gifts in the way that you wanted to I want to encourage you that you still have time and there is no there's no time like the present right there's no time like the present to rediscover your love for the performing arts, to start building confidence in your creative gifts, like singing, like performing. And if that is you, I want to invite you to really come and sit down with me virtually with a beginner voice lesson, in a beginner voice lesson online from wherever you are in the world listening to this. You can finally start building confidence in your singing voice and as a performer, Um, by not going through it alone you know I know what it's like to want to sing a song in front of people but to stay frozen in your seat because you think that you're not going to be good enough or to wish you could audition for a show or for something but you have no idea how to start working on your song um, and to stay stuck in self-doubt so I want to be here with you to help you work through your favorite songs and build your confidence in your voice and performance style through online beginner voice coaching Um, You will find simple ways to start singing and performing with confidence, and I'm here to help you. So if you are interested in that or curious at all, you can just DM me on Instagram or email me at Estelle at Gmail. 
DM me on Instagram at Estelle F. Berry or at Creatively Performing Arts, which is a podcast slash voice coaching um, business studio Instagram. Either one, it's in the show notes if you have any questions. But if you're ready to sign up, then you can just go to creativelybyestelle.com slash sing, okay? And you can schedule through there. You can do a 30-minute session. You can do a 60-minute session, all virtual. And I would love to meet up with you. If you have any questions, go ahead and DM me or email me either way. But if you're ready to schedule and you are ready to finally, before the end of this year, start singing and performing with confidence, then let's go creativelybyestelle.com slash sing. Let's start singing and performing with confidence again, okay? So now let's get into today's episode because I'm so excited to introduce you to Lynn Bullock. She is a dancer, choreographer, and dance teacher all in the style of worship and praise dance. She's also an author of In the Beginning, God Created Dance and a Pastor. And she shares about how she loved ballet growing up, but she didn't even have any training, like actual like professional training growing up until she moved to New York And at 21 years old, jumped into dancing and one thing led to another opportunity and she was able to truly find incredible opportunities to not only dance, but to leave a legacy of dance for other people all by following God's leading and using her gifts that God had given her. And I'm so excited to share this interview with you because she not only gives you tips on how to really get started and to use curiosity and to you know practice discipline but she also inspires so much like you are going to be ready to go fired up after this interview you will be so empowered so get ready and I can't wait for you to listen so now without further ado let's welcome to the show Lynn Bullock Okay, I'm here with Lynn Bullock, who is a dancer, a pastor, a choreographer, and a child of God. I'm so excited to talk to you and to get into who you are as an artist, what art means to you, what creativity and performing means to you specifically, because everyone has their own journey with the arts. And so I would love to start with your journey. So how did you get to where you are now as an artist, as a dancer? Um, Just tell us a little bit about your story. Okay, well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you, Estelle, as well, and with your audience. Um, My story is somewhat unique, I believe. Um, When I was younger, I always had a desire to dance, absolutely love dance. However, as is the case with many young people, my parents were not able to financially afford to get me um, you know, the, the training that was needed. So growing up in Charleston, South Carolina with our four TV stations, you might not know anything about that, <laughs> but some people oh are- gosh. We had the three networks and then the public broadcasting system. <laughs> and on Saturdays, they would always uh, feature a lot of arts programs. So they always played ballet or, you know, opera or something like that, symphonic um, episodes or what have you, symphonies. And so when the ballerinas were on, I would just be in my living room copying the ballerinas and driving everybody crazy in my house. (laughs) 
because I, I wanted to look like them, you know, um, and that was to me, my rehearsals and my training. And so I did that for many, many years. And it wasn't until I um, was about 21 and moved to New York. Um, and, you know, I had just learned about dancing for the Lord um, in the Bible. And we were at a church picnic and a couple of young ladies were just dancing to gospel music. And I jumped right in and many of them had been trained already and they thought that I was a trained dancer. And I told them, no, I wasn't. Um, and so make a long story short, they introduced me to a young lady who actually was starting a Christian dance team at the church. She was not at the barbecue, but uh, they introduced me to her. And she looked at me and she said, you're the one I've been waiting for. The Lord told me he was going to send me a partner to start this dance team at the church. And I was amazed. I told her, I said, well, listen, I've not had any formal training. She said, no one could tell. And I thought that she was just being kind and that the other young ladies were being kind. And they were like, no, we could not tell you did not have formal training. So God trained me in my living room. That's where my journey started. And um, we, we began the dance team at our church in New York. And it was three of us. And um, God began to just use us to minister that way. Um, they were trained dancers. So I also received training from them. And then as a team, we took, um, we studied Russian ballet <laughs> as a team. Um, and it just, it grew from there because God just really blessed it. So between the worship and the anointing that was on the dance, then the parents at the church asked us, could we please teach their children how to dance? And so because a couple of the dancers were trained, um, we opened up a dance academy, a Christian dance academy in New York. And, and I continued my studies in dance from there, but I really started studying dance formally at 21. Uh, but um, amazingly enough, and only by the grace of God, everyone that saw us, they actually thought I had more training than the other ladies. And that's all to the glory of God. You know, to hear them say that always blessed me. Wow, what a great story. I did not know all of this. That's amazing. Okay, just for context for everyone, Lynn and I met earlier this year at a dance class, an adult ballet dance class, um, where she she and her daughter were taking class, yeah. and we all became fast friends. <laughs> and she's a beautiful dancer, so graceful. Her daughter's name is Grace, so it's like perfect. <laughs> So graceful, so elegant. Again, like you truly would not know. I mean, obviously you've had years now of dancing, but like, I love that story of how you loved ballet so much that it didn't matter to you whether you went to, you know, some like summer professional training camp at American Ballet Theater. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, you know, feel like they have to have a certain level of training to even get start, to even get started performing, you know, you have to have like, oh no, I gotta go get, gotta go get, you know, a dance degree or whatever before I can like say, oh, I'm a dancer or say, oh, I love to dance. Mm -hmm. You know, you just got started. You just, you knew what you connected to watching those shows on those, on those three or four networks, three networks. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what you were drawn to and like God gave you that desire for a reason and you 
just started. And then like you moving to New York at 21 years old, amazing, amazing. And then just jumping in with those dancers, not letting the fact that you felt like you didn't have this training hold you back. You were just like drawn to dance. And if you have a gift, if you have a talent, like you have this, this desire in you to do it, to put it into action. And you didn't let fear of lack of training or like, you know, kind of this like insecurity that we all feel in some different points of our lives about things that we love to do. You didn't let that hold you back. And I just love that so much. It's so inspiring. And it's something that we all need to hear over and over and over again to hear, to hear stories of people um, taking those steps um, in spite of fear to do what they love to do, what God has called them to do and gifted them to do. So, yeah. Amen. Well, I felt like God had brought those ladies into my life and, and, and I just gravitated to it. Like you said, I was drawn to it. I was actually created for it. And I didn't understand that at the time I was so drawn to it, but I learned later how God, God creates us for a purpose and we're drawn to that. It calls our purpose and, and what we were created for, what we were predestined for. It pulls on us our entire life, you know? And so it didn't matter to me, even though I was very shy, it didn't matter to me when it came to dance about being shy or the fact that I didn't have a formal training. They, to me, were the answers to my prayer because I just would ask them, how do you do that? And what is that called? And, and show me how to do it. And don't be nice. Tell me exactly how to do it so that, you know, I don't want to do it incorrectly. I, I want it to look really good. And, and when we started dancing for the Lord, I felt that way all the more because when we do things for God, it should be with excellence. And, and I wanted to show forth, you know, my worship to him in dance and excellence. And so I, I think I was my hardest critic and, uh, and I wouldn't let them be nice to me and, and I wouldn't let them just let me slide by with anything. Um, you've seen me like that in ballet class, you know, I was like, no, show me how to do that yes. <laughs> well, um, for the glory of God. And so I created all things and he created all of us with purpose and, and destiny. And so um, there's much more to me than the dance, but that's where my ministry began What because I was so shy, but I wouldn't let shyness keep me from dancing. And so God used that as a platform to get me in front of people. And once he did that, then I began to open my mouth and, and the rest is history. So now I'm a pastor. <laughs> I love that. I love that dance was like the gateway for God to be like, oh, this is not all like there's so much more. But like you said, like you were created to create. I love that because, you know, sometimes I think society and we even as people who love the arts and want to want to explore the arts even more, we sometimes feel like the arts aren't necessary I had an episode, I think it was episode 71 or 77, mm -hmm. but I have an episode a while back that was one of the most downloaded episodes on this show. And mm -hmm. it's titled, the first title is, the part, first part of the title is, is it, should I be ashamed of my creativity or something like that? It's like, should I be ashamed of my creative passions? And what does God really think about my creativity? And that's the one that so many people gravitated towards. And I just was like, that's so interesting. Like we, 
I thought I was the only one in feeling like, oh, maybe like, you know, oh, loving the arts is not really worthwhile to some, in some, you know, to some, to some degree in society. I feel like that is a narrative that's pushed or that is allowed to grow. And, but I think about, and I, I, maybe I mentioned this in the episode, but I thought, I think about the first words in the Bible was they were in the beginning, God created like that was, those are the first one, two, three, four, five, five words in the Bible in the beginning, God created, of course, the heavens and the earth, et cetera, et cetera. But like, that is the very beginning of the Bible. That is who God first reveals himself to us as, is the creator. And so of course, and he created us in his image. So we are all created to create in different ways, whether you're in the specific arts field or not, we're all created as humans. We all have the capability to innovate, to create new things, ideas, et cetera. But especially people who are gifted in an artistic craft like we absolutely have a responsibility to make the most of it and I'm so grateful that you did that um and then you passed that along and you started teaching so and then you started of course preaching but when you first got approached to start teaching dance and at that point maybe you didn't have like as much formal training again but you still said yes again like God was gave you an open door and you said yes to that again did you feel that same like fear or, or anything when you thought about teaching dance and sharing that with other people? Well, I, um, I actually, I actually battled with feeling inadequate mm-hmm. um, pretty much for several years when I first started, but I didn't let that stop me, you know? So even though I felt that because I recognized the fact that many well the girls on my team they had been dancing since they were what five years old you know and here we were in our 20s and so of course there was a a little bit of inadequacy that I battled Um, but I knew that if I just pressed and studied Bible says God will redeem the time so you know, and I kept watching him do that. And people literally thought we all had the same amount of training. And like I said, many of them thought that I had more training than the girls on the team. And so that just blew my mind. And it just made me um, just recognize how great our God is. And when we obey and follow the path that he's laid before us, no matter what, no matter if we feel inadequate, no matter if we feel you know, I could have felt a little bit of shame, but uh, I didn't, I didn't, I just trusted God in it. So um, t- what I did is just make sure that I studied and gave them everything I didn't have. And so I, I, I learned from, you know, the dancers um, that I was dancing with. And like I said, I was like, okay, let we need, to, I, I need formal training. And we got training as a group from Olga, <laughs> Russian ballerina. <laughs> in New York and she was very hard on us Um, but I also got books and videos and studied so uh, and I created lesson plans um, for the for the students and um, and and most of them had not had any training um, themselves I took the older group um, like the teenagers because I just worked better with them and because they were pretty much in the same boat that I had started off and they were older and just learning dance. And so, um, you know, I, I wanted to teach them correctly. So I learned correctly. I got details. I understood, you know, I just, I just learned structure um, and how to teach 
And I, that's what I taught them so that they could walk away better than how I started. And, you know, to the glory of God, one of our students from that first class, um, she actually took over the dance school in New York because the director and I moved, um, moved away, um, me to North Carolina and the director to uh, Georgia. And we left the school with her and she more than doubled the student body in that school. Um, the ministry team that we started off with just three people, they were up to about 25 people. And we look at them now and we're just like, God, only you could do this. They are still going strong. Um, I tell you from 1995, from 1995 to now, it is still alive and still flowing and still blessing the people of God. So I just feel like wherever you start, don't be discouraged. You know, just take what God has given you and get wisdom from him. And he told me to study more and to get into create lesson plans. And that's what I did. And so um, the challenge was on me. It was very, it, I, I felt inadequate, but it was very little fear. It was more so just making sure that I did things in the way that would glorify the Lord. That was my purpose. And so that's what was my driving force. More than anything. I love that. I love that so much. There is so much that I think we can all learn from this story, specifically, specifically like how, like you said, you did what God called you to do. Learning, you know, taking those steps to be disciplined. I wrote down in my notes like curiosity and discipline. Like those are reoccurring themes every time you face a new thing, right? When you were dancing and then when you were starting to teach dance, you had to be curious and mm -hmm. then you have to be okay with taking those steps, those disciplined steps of like you'd have to repeat over and over again, learning more, creating lesson plans. Um, and then in addition to the curiosity and asking questions, it's just so beautiful and it led to you starting to dance in New York that led and jumping in with those dancers that led to the opportunity to meet the other girl who, who um, you then were able to um, start learning dance with. And then you became a teacher and you ended up really leaving a legacy. Like you, you taught more people to dance. People who were kind of like you didn't have that quote unquote formal training but you gave them like something to believe in, a reason to be like, oh, this is possible. You help them see what's possible. And like, that is priceless. And that's what can happen when you use your gifts, when you take steps, you're curious and you're disciplined is you can show people what's possible. Um, and God can use you to literally be a light for people to see like, look, you can use your gifts in this way. Like you can grow. There's no, there's no reason that you can't um, take those steps. So I just love that. Like, the fact that, you know, you being curious, that led to these opportunities, and then you were able to now leave a legacy for other people to explore their creative giftings that God gave them. Like, if you hadn't done that, if you hadn't taken that step to be like, okay, I'll start dancing in New York. Okay, I'll start teaching. Then none of those girls, you know, that might not have happened. Maybe God would have used someone else, but like, you wouldn't have had that opportunity to then share your gift in that way and inspire so many people. And it's just amazing how God works. I love that so much. I tell you to God be the glory. Um, it was it was a way for me and still is a way for me to express what's in my heart for the Lord. You know, I, like I said, I was very shy. 
Um, but I love God. Um, and, you know, we're dancing the word of God. And so in my dance and in my expression of my heart for him, um, you know, somehow or another that also blessed the people of God, you know, and that's what was so amazing to me that just because I obeyed and just because I loved him. Now, all these people were getting blessed. I mean, Estelle, there'd be times when, when I'd be dancing and people would just start weeping and crying under the power of God. And they would come up to me later and just tell me how they were just so blessed and how my dance touched them. Um, my students, many of them, their lives, their lives were not good at home, you know, and, um, and dance was, was an escape for them. And then when you add, and that's the case for a lot of dancers, secular or Christian dancers, but when you add to the fact that it is uh, a Christian dance and you're constantly being poured into the word of God is constantly being poured into you through your dance, then there's all this healing and deliverance going forth and these people's lives were changed, you know, and in every state I, I travel to or I live in, God has had me start a dance team. And so uh, when I moved to North Carolina, I started a dance team in a school here. Um, and then we left and moved to South Carolina, I started a team there. And now I'm back in North Carolina and I'm starting a team here. And the thing is, many people are calling me, asking me, Pastor Lynn, when are you going to start the team? Pastor Lynn, if you start a team, let me know because I want to be on it. Their lives have been so changed, so changed for the, and all of this, uh, all of this is for the glory of God, you know, and, and, and it's just been amazing. So, yeah, so beautiful. You're <laughs> such like a, it's so evident that God has had such a hand in your life and that you have this closeness to him obviously your pastor but because like there's so much peace around you you're so you have a very calming voice and then you also but then you also have this like strength about you that you're like I'm not going to let fear stop me from using my gifts I'm not going to let anything stop and everywhere you go you have to use the gifts you have to you know you you become a leader everywhere you go because you're serving with your gifts I love that. And I love that, um, you know, what you said about it's be, it being, you know, dance itself, art itself is so beautiful. But when you have a connection to God, it just gives it a depth because then you're connected to the ultimate creator, you know, and that is priceless. So I love that. I would love to know, you know, give us a little bit of more of the story to where you are now. So like how, you know, you left the academy and New York, then you, I know you came to North Carolina, then South Carolina. Now you're back in North Carolina. So where is, how did you, you know, you told us a little bit about how you got to ministry, but then how did you now come to now starting the dance team here in North Carolina? What are you excited for coming forward um, or coming up? Yeah. Like, what are you excited for? And yeah, what's, what's going on now when it comes to dance and um, ministry? I tell you, um, I, I'm super excited, and uh, and and all of this is a faith walk. It always has been. So I'm X amount of years old, and I'm like, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> 
I know I don't mind still dancing if you just continue to give me the strength I told my kids I said when the Lord calls me home I want y'all to put me in a dance garment and I want everybody to be dancing I don't want anybody crying let's just all celebrate because I'm going to be dancing I need y'all dancing with me but you know for as long as my body will work this way I will continue to dance so um so uh, you know, I moved back to North Carolina in the middle of COVID. And so it's been kind of quiet um, on the dance front. Um, but I tell you, like last year, uh, I just started feeling a stirring in, in my spirit to, to preach the word via dance again and, and, and to form a team. And as a witness, there were several people that contacted me and said, Pastor Lynn, when are you starting a team? Pastor Lynn, when you start a team here in North Carolina, let me know because I want to be on it. And I mean, these are not people that live around the corner of Stelly. Some of these people are on the board of North and South Carolina, some in Raleigh, some in Charlotte, some in Winston, and they're still being a part of the team. So my challenge has been gathering um, the people from the remote areas, you know, they're not right next door to me. They're, they are spread out, but they're dedicated. And so, um, you know, so I've just been asking the Lord for guidance on, on that. And we are, we started meeting um, virtually. Uh, I've been telling them, you know, what to do as far as uh, getting prepared. And as we um, wait for our place of rehearsal, then um, we are in the meantime, we're, you know, studying the word because here's the thing I always tell my dancers, listen, the dance can be as beautiful as anything. I mean, dance itself is a beautiful art form. Um, however, if we do not bring forth the power of God, then we just need to sit down because we're just any other team. So we, when we minister and dance, it's got to be for the glory of God, and we need to see his power manifested. Somebody's life has got to be changed. So that begins with each individual dancer knowing the Lord personally and studying the word and understanding their purpose for why we are dancing. So that's where we are right now. <laughs> um, I have had uh, several engagements already where people are calling for the dance team because the Bible says your gift will make room for you. So people, the people that know my name and they know I'm back, they're like, we want your dancers and you should come to this event or that event. And so, um, so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited about um, just getting started. And I don't believe I'll start an, start an academy again. I believe it will just be a ministry team. Um, but I don't know because I still feel a stirring in my spirit about the babies <laughs> because I believe in raising up the children. If we can get the children raised up, you know, and, and dancing for the Lord, you know, that that can continue, you know, on. And, and I expect them to continue. I always want to see my fruit, you know, like fruit doesn't lie. So if I am doing what's right, then there should be fruit that bears witness to the glory of God. Um, even in the dance legacy. And, and, and so we've got to pull the young people in. So my heart and my passion right now, I'm in a praying mode as well as a preparatory mode where I'm um, praying about the young people, praying about the dance team um, and just getting us going. We have invitations already to Nepal for next year. So as you know, I, I just came back from Dubai and Nepal and they were so blessed they were so blessed. I got invitations 
to other parts of the world. Um, one person from Egypt was filming me. He said, I've never, ever seen this. I've never seen worship dancing before. And so cameras were all over me with, you know, camera phones and everything. And so I have invitations to several parts of the world now um, because of just coming from Dubai and Nepal. And so um, the person, the host that had me come to Nepal and Dubai asked me this time, can you please bring several other dancers with you? And because um, they were just so blessed. And he said, just make sure they worship God like you and make sure they dress like you. Because that's the other part of it is the garments and, and what we wear. Um, you know, all of that, all the whole thing has to bring God glory, you know, and you have to be very careful with that in dance because in secular dance, it's all about the dancer and his or her body and his or her lines and how they look, the dancer is exalted. But in worship dance, it's all about the Lord. And so that's why um, that's why I'll say minister. We minister because minister means to serve. So when we dance, we're ministering. You know, it's not about us. It's we're serving the people. You know, we're, we're creating an altar for the Lord. You know, and that that starts with what we wear. Because what we wear speaks before we do the first dance move. You know, and so to have that host say, make sure they dance like you and they also wear what you wear, that was a blessing. So what I'm doing now is getting all of that together <laughs> because it takes time, it takes time. Um, you know, when you're first getting started again uh, to get all of that together and there's never, it's never wrong to take time to start off the right way, you know? And so uh, with, with patience and with, um, diligence and with purpose, I am preparing the team um, to begin to uh, be released in North Carolina in 2023. And I'm super excited about it. <laughs> Yay. Oh, that's so exciting. She is an international dancer <laughs> and minister, everyone. I love that. Yeah, preparing. And I love what you said about, you know, starting well, starting starting with diligence, starting with preparation, but, you know, just starting where you are, starting small and pre preparing for what's to come. And of course you're international, like, of course, because you are just surrendered to the will of God. And like you said, like the Bible says, like a man's gifts um, will, will make room for him. Right. And, and so of course, you know, rooms are opening, doors are opening everywhere. It's just, it just, it again shows what's possible when you surrender your gifts to God, when you use your gifts and you don't let fear or doubt or anything that the enemy likes to use to keep people stuck, hold you back. And so I just love, you're like inspiring me, you're inspiring, inspiring all of us to show what's possible. And, you know, there is a place for like, you know, you know, dancing and singing, like I love to sing, but you know, worship, when you're worshiping, when you're ministering through song, um, it's it's just a different it's a different way to interact with music and dance and the arts because, like you said, you're really the focus is really on like connecting with God and helping others connect with God. Um, and so I love that you take it with such you have such a passion for it and you take it so um, you're very intentional about that. So I love that. 
And thank you for sharing what's going on, what's coming up. So everyone, we can all get excited. And I love that you're doing like Zoom rehearsals. I think I took a, I took a Zoom dance class like during COVID. I'm like, just remembering, it was like a modern dance or contemporary dance class on Zoom. It was all on Zoom because of COVID, of course, and quarantine. And it worked out, it worked out well. Like we learned the dance and it was, you know, you think something is impossible, like getting everyone together from all these different places. And you might think, oh, that's, there's no way. So like no point in trying, but I love that you're still like, no, we can do this and join on Zoom and make it work, you know? And now look what's happening. So it's awesome. <laughs> I'm still trying to get you on the team. <laughs> I know, I know. Don't worry, we'll talk, we'll talk. But <laughs> yes, I know, I know. Um, I love it. I love it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I think um, to just to close, I would love for you to, I always ask my guests to share um, one piece of advice. You've given us so much advice, but like one piece of advice that you feel like, you know, the listener, the, the person listening, you know, this show is really for anyone wanting to get started wherever they are in their, they might be on different places in their faith journey and their relationship with God, but wherever they, and they're in different places in their creative journeys as well. You know, some people listening might have started doing dance when they were younger and then stopped and maybe not continued and feel like it's too late to go back to dancing or any other art form, but specifically dance today. And I understand that feeling, you know, when I, I also grew up taking dance until I was about 10 years old that I stopped regularly taking dance. And just like you, like I would see shows, I would see people dancing on TV and I would learn, like I discovered YouTube. And then I started like watching like dances on YouTube and learning like choreography. Like I would literally spend my summers learning how to dance, how to do like hip hop dances, how to do ballet dance, just to refresh myself on like what I learned growing up about ballet and uh, lyrical dance and all these things. I also did some worship dance growing up too. And of course, African dance as well, because I'm Nigerian. So like dancing in church was either like African dance or like worship, um, lyrical, you know, uh, worship dance. So it was like, but like I had, like, because I wasn't in class, it was like, I took that initiative to learn but then like even growing up, I was like, well, I want to go back into class, but it's been too late. It's been too long. Like, should I? I don't know. But then I'm so glad I did because that's how I met you. And so all that to say is like, sometimes we hold ourselves back, not really sure if we can start again. So for people who are listening, who aren't sure if they can start dancing again or performing again, or don't even know if they can start, if they like maybe did God give me a gift, a creative gift? Like I, I love the arts, but do I have this inside of me? I don't even know. Do you have like a word of advice that you might give someone who's listening to this podcast right now? Oh, sure. Well, um, first let me say that, um, you know, I have loved being on this show with you. Um, oh. <laughs> you you yourself are a beautiful young lady. And I, I thank God that you have this um, because that's that's part of the advice I would give is to connect with people with like minds, you know. So the podcast that you have about the arts and you know um, YouTube's like you discussed, uh, or just 
you know, running, you know, meeting people that have like passions, somebody to help you when you're feeling a little less powerful and convicted in your ideas, you know, just getting that agreement with somebody. That's what happened with me. I love dancing and I met someone. That person walked on that journey with me, you know? And so when I felt low, she was there. And somehow or another, even though I may not have thought I had much to offer, I had a lot to offer her because me coming along encouraged her, you know? So realizing that your heart will tell on you and what's in your heart will bring you to where you need to be. Um, and, by, and so what you don't wanna do is forsake your heart because what's in your heart is always gonna call out to you. That's your vision, that's your purpose. It's gonna always pull on you. And so um, I love that you said, that even though you may not have had dance, you know, for a season there, you know, you were watching YouTubes and you were, you know, just doing different things because that was in your heart, you know? So follow after your heart. Um, and when you follow after your heart, you'll never go wrong. The other thing I would say is that, remember that every day is a gift. And don't waste your gift. You know, um, there's so many things in the world that we have to do. We have, to, we may have to work. We may have to go to school. We may have to do this chore. We may have to do that. But there is also a part of us that we don't have to do, but it's in our heart. And that, and that part brings us joy. Don't waste your day. This day that has been gifted to us, don't waste it by only doing that which is hard. Do that one part that brings you joy because that's gonna, get, that's gonna keep your peace going. That's gonna keep you stable. That's gonna keep you settled in your heart and in your mind. It's gonna be your release. So give yourself help <laughs> by, by being true to yourself, you know? And so, and, and that's who I was. It's like, as soon as I saw a dancer, I would run over to the dancers. And that's what started all of this for me. Um, and having a partner, you know, and recognizing that even though I'm shy or I may feel inadequate, this, this day is a gift. And what can I get out of this day to maximize this day? Okay, I've done all of that. I've worked eight hours. I've worked 12 hours. I've done all these things. What is the part that's going to make me happy today? Oh, if I, if I, you know, do a pirouette or <laughs> if I just put on these pretty dance clothes and just turtle around, if I sing, you know, do that part, do, be true to yourself. God, we, we, there's so much to us as people, you know, and um, everything that God has put inside of us is what we need. So um, that part that says, I want to sing a song because <laughs> it'll kind of bring me out of this sad place sing it, sing it, because God put that in you to keep you whole and to keep you, you know, stable and to keep your mind at peace. And, and by the way, you have an absolutely beautiful voice. I told Grace, I said, oh, I'm telling Estelle can sing. Uh, <laughs> you have a beautiful voice, but you know, so God has given us, God has given us what we need inside of us. He has given us um, what we need in his word. He has given us what we need in the earth. All we have to do is pray and obey and don't let fear, fear has, fear can have no part in our lives. Don't let fear hinder you. Um, I am X mile amount of years old, <laughs> but that will never stop me from doing what's in my heart. And all I do is say, God, if you equip me, then I'll do it. 
And that's what I would say to anyone listening, do what's in your heart to do, no matter how strange it may seem, um, trust God in it. And, and great is the reward. I would have never expected back when I was in my twenties to be doing what I'm doing now or to have impacted as many people and as many families as I have now um, through just a simple act of obedience to what was in my heart. This is so beautiful. And thank you so much for the compliment. That's so kind. <laughs> but oh my goodness, everything you said, I just want to, I just want to listen to it over and over again. That was so good. Everyone go back and listen to it over and over again. Because everything, you know, every day is a gift. Don't waste your gift. Today is a gift. You know, don't waste it. Um, not using that gift, that not not doing what exactly like you said, what God has put in your heart to do you know, why would you waste it? Why would you wait another moment to take hold of that and to, you know, put it into action? So thank you so much for sharing that and, you know, pray and obey. I love the everything, like the phrases that you're saying are so helpful, so inspiring, but also practical of like, yes, like start, start doing what, you know, that creative passion that's in your heart, start using it and trust God all the way. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you for sharing your time. Thank you for sharing your story and for being here. God bless you. Um, would you mind sharing with everyone if they wanna reach out to you or contact you or get in touch with you, if there's like a website or anything that people can visit, is there anything that you'd like to share for how people can get to know you? Uh, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity and for having me on your show. You're such a wonderful hostess <laughs> and I love all that you're doing. So thank you. Um, yes. And let me just say this uh, really quickly. You were you had mentioned how in the beginning God created. Right. And so um, so many churches would invite me to come out and to speak. And I just felt like I just there's just not enough of me to go around. Um, and so God put in my heart to create a handbook for uh, dance ministers. And, uh, it, and it, it's, it's a basic book. I call it a handbook because it's, it just helps you to get started. So anyone that um, may be you know, in the dance ministry or wanting or believe they're called to the dance ministry, that's my focus, you know, it's the ministry part of the arts. And so, um, I created this handbook to help with that, with getting started. And it is called, in the beginning, God created dot, 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 dance. Oh because my gosh, guys, this was not planned. I had no idea about this. That's so beautiful. <laughs> so I said, I cannot leave without telling, telling you that, that you were speaking exactly the, the title of my handbook. Um, because the Bible says in Colossians that God created all things for his pleasure. And so that includes dance. And that is literally the title of my book. And it can be found on Amazon. Um, in the beginning, God created dance. Um, and so I think that I published it in 2017. And uh, it is still selling today. People are still being blessed by it. So, uh, so that's one way they can reach, uh, get some resources from me. I am also... Um, I'm also on Facebook um, under Lynn Bullock, under Lynn Bullock Ministries. Um, they can reach me at lynnbullockministries at gmail.com. 
I'm working on my website right now, but this is how they can reach me today. Um, and phone number is 336-460-3826. And those are the ways in which you can uh, reach me now. Um, the easiest way is Facebook or via email, Ministries at gmail.com. And so thank you once again, Estelle, for having me. Thank you so much. You're such a light. You're such a joy. And like I said, like you're so peaceful. You're full of just like something about you're just like rest. Like it just it makes me feel like trusting God, just like makes me be like everything's going to be okay. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. I had no idea about your book, so I can't wait to go get it. Um, yes, I'm literally about to go look that up on Amazon. I'm so excited to go get that. Um, but yeah, everyone, you know, if you are interested in dance ministry, it's my first time having like a minister on. Um, so I'm so excited for anyone who really wants to pursue that. Definitely go get the handbook on Amazon and everything will be in the show notes below on this episode. So yeah, thank you so much. And thank you, Estelle. It's been wonderful. And thank you to your audience for listening. Yay. <laughs> God bless you. I bless you as well. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Creatively by Estelle. I hope you feel encouraged by today's episode as you start this week. And if you have a moment, I would love for you to just share this episode with a friend if you liked it or with someone who you think this could be encouraging to. It would really help the show. Also, if you really loved this episode, if you wouldn't mind going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a review and rating this show, it would really help us reach more people through this show and grow our Creatively community. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Thank you.